All right, well, welcome to Bevy's on Tap. I'm Tim. I'm Jeff. And today we have guests Connor and Chloe from Chloe and the Steel Strings. Hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, we're going to do things a little bit different today. Um, instead of taste testing an individual beer and critiquing it, we're going to kind of just sit and chill. And uh, But we're still going to crack a bevy. Definitely, and we're gonna crack a so beer. So let's crack the bevies because I'm thirsty. Yeah, let's do this first. And, right uh, now, we'll kind of everybody can kind of say what they're drinking, and we'll kind of talk from there. Nice, sounds good to me, man. So Tim, what are you having? I am having the cold IPA. Um, that was, I think, from our last episode with Upside Collab. Yeah. yeah. And it's a fabulous beer. Yeah, I heard a lot of I heard a lot of positive things about it, like all pretty much this whole last week that it's been on tap yeah nick yeah. i think said something to me earlier that the comments up there were oh did he really yeah oh yeah. that's awesome man people are really liking it awesome makes me happy so mine's a seven six <laughs> i'm actually having uh the new hibiscus um beer which we're gonna call bloom we'll probably talk about this next week yeah um but it's on tap this week this one yeah. came out to be a 6.3 and that is a it's a hibiscus pale. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Dry yeah, yeah, hibiscus sweet. flowers. So sweet. we'll talk about that next week. But I couldn't resist because I like it a lot. Connor's filling his up to the rim. Yeah, I'm also having uh, Bloom, the hibiscus pale ale. And That's I've got the, uh, the raspberry blonde, which is just a good Buffalo Rock classic. <laughs> Can't yeah. go wrong. Yeah, if we had to plan beer. this out, we could have brought fresh raspberries for no, that. No, <laughs> even like, the raspberries are great, but the flavor is so good even without them it's just like a cherry on top but chloe thanks man yep. great Faux beer show. Faux show. yeah um this week was easter everybody have a good easter yeah i traveled to my folks so um drove a few hours and um just kind of chilled out ate good did you yeah yeah ate a lot yeah yeah man of food. we had a lot of cheesy potatoes <laughs> I, I had cheesy potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> every we went to two different Easter's and there were at least two different types of cheesy potatoes at every single yep. <laughs> meal. So we're yeah. we're feeling full today. Could <laughs> go for a while. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I just I went to I went to hang out with Britt's dad over in Defiance. Uh, it was a good time. You guys always talk about bowling, man. But I went five and zero in cornhole yesterday. Did you really? I yeah, love that dude. I was on fire yesterday, man. I want cornhole at the brewery so bad. It's just. I think it'd be awesome. There's really, no place without giving up a parking lot. Yeah, I know. Right? There's like no space, which is a bummer. Yeah. But maybe in time. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about like Mondays, and you could do like patio, include the patio. It'd be cool. It's not as busy either. Do like a league. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Something like that. That'd be cool. Like uh, Land Grant down in Columbus has curling at their That's place, and they That's literally cool. have uh, like you can reser- reserve a like lane. the ice thing. The yeah. ice, yeah. If, yeah. You, really? if, you, if you put in like a gravel court, if you will, for cornhole or bocce ball, yeah, freeze it in the winter, then you can do curling in that box. Oh, you know, in what the I mean? same box. Yeah, uh, a couple of buddies sense. growing up, they had yeah. that at their place. Yeah, that yeah. sounds okay. that sounds sweet. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. And then Land Grant uses bocce like their their kegs to to push down the the ice. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah. There's a whole thing down there. It looks pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Maybe we can get that with uh, Cornwall one day. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was I a solid I weekend. Got, I got bored sitting right behind there. <laughs> I did a curling league uh, in Bowling Green a few years ago. It was pretty fun. I've talked about it. and The cool thing about that about place it. is you can have beer while you play. They have, like, yeah. a bar inside. And volunteers just, like, serve you beer on the inside you can take your beer and put it out on the ice they have you like, can actually have it on you can the have ice. it like all, out on the ice they have like holders and everything back there <laughs> it's legit man yeah, I, guess, <laughs> I guess if you spill it they just kind of scrape a little ice off yeah, and just broom it off yeah probably like not in the field of play yeah like the the yeah like you're not yeah. down there brushing that sounds like fun yeah dude it was it was great so about Chloe and Connor and Chloe and the Steel Strings, let's uh, <laughs> let's hear what it's like to be a musician. Yeah, no, man. I um, so yeah, I met Chloe and Connor. Um, I think uh, well, it would have been like 2020. Yeah, fall of 2020. I was yeah, say, or late summer. Yeah, 
and I was already like I already knew about you guys and I had already seen you guys play in Toledo prior to that um like I specifically remember seeing you guys play at the Dirty Bird I think like in 2017 or something like that 2018 somewhere around the there that's right when we were getting, <laughs> yeah. getting started probably one of our first gigs it's just kind of funny because I feel like um like it's just funny like seeing you guys play then and like not even knowing you guys you know and then a few years later like becoming pretty good friends with you guys um so I had already known about like your music before that and then really got to know you guys working at Patron Saints um, during pretty much all of 2020, pretty much, I would say. I think I started there during the shutdown and I think you guys were already working there at that time. Yeah, we started working there in May of 2020. That's right. And I had been playing there for about a year before that and when COVID shut all the music down, they needed people to work and... We needed to make money. <laughs> so, so you guys work like actually for the brewery. Yeah, we're. Yeah. I mean, we're still we're still okay, employees you, of Patron Saints. We yep. we only okay. work. We were. Oh, yeah. We live off the bike trail. We live by UT, so we would yeah. take the bike trail <laughs> up during COVID. We would take the bike trail up. Some just get out of the house, you know. Right. Like we would just pick up, and, pick up a growler, a six pack, head home. I was only buying our beverages from them because I wanted to support them. Yep, local. And um, I was hoping it was going to be a short-term thing, but, you know, none of us knew. And then after doing that for probably like a month or two since March, they were kind of like, you know, we could use some hands, you know, canning beer and getting stuff to go during the day. Mm -hmm. And so they offered us some part-time jobs, and we're still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, you know. Jeff had mentioned that you were – I can't remember if you said canning or something like that. Yeah. With you guys, I thought that you just kind of went in as like a volunteer day and went and worked with Jeff because you guys were friends. I never put all that together. Well, it was kind of funny. It was like we had been working there for quite a while at the time that we reconvened Jeff. Like there was one shift we walked into the brewery and you were there like mopping. And it was like, (laughs) oh, hey. You're that guy, Jeff Burns, <laughs> and we kind of, you know, yeah. put it all together that you had worked for the Blade and that we had talked. And um, yeah, Jeff, you were always just such a pleasure to work with. Even then, just the nicest person, even over email, it just was so nice to work with you um, oh, then. Me. And so it was cool to get to meet you at Patron Saints and get to know you better. And you know, now I feel like you know we've all become really good friends which is cool so thanks man it's cool to watch your career grow too yeah it's weird because he works for buffalo rock well actually part owner now and (laughs) yeah congratulations uh, thanks man i don't find him nice at all (laughs) you're like actually i never want to see this guy again in my entire life (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know if you guys know this but um we have the same last name yes (laughs) i do know that Um, we've talked about this that came up like in one of our episodes, it just you know, bizarre. It's meant to be little worlds cross and yeah, yeah. It's been cool, man, and I really like becoming friends with you guys. Mainly that year, from uh, like kind of Connor and I like canning once a week or however many days a week we were doing that back then, and then getting to know, talking about music, and getting to know each other. Um, you know, canning before being open, um, and doing that week after week, and just talking about you know, all these similarities that we have between each other. And then it eventually led to like, you know, going over to your guys' house and everything. And which is also really cool to see because uh, you guys have instruments everywhere. And it just, just looks, it just looks like you guys have put so much into, you know, what you want to do with your lives and are trying so hard to do it. And it's cool to see. It's inspirational to see, you know what I mean? And, uh, thank you. Yeah. And, um, so now, like, I mean, actually, we're going to play a couple songs, like, throughout this episode as well. And uh, maybe maybe you guys can introduce one of them right now. Maybe talk a little bit about um, why you chose the song. Yeah. Um, so the first song that we'll play a little clip of here is called Right is Rain. And we wrote and recorded our most recent album in our living room during COVID. And... A lot of that album is about, it's called, the album's titled Burn Bright, and it was fun to see it come together because it it really is about burning bright, like whether that means um, 
like pursuing something that you care about or um, just trying to be the best version of yourself, getting to know yourself better and, you know, like figuring out your purpose. I feel that a lot of the songs on the album encompass that and they really show the moment that and the kind of the thoughts that we were having at the time. So it's it's a cool little snapshot of like our lives, you know, and like our thought processes and stuff at the time. And um, so this song, Right as Rain, is kind of about sticking it to the man. It's about, you know, kind of doing what you want to do and following your heart and uh, remembering that it's okay to go in a different direction than what you had always planned. Right on. And in the end, it'll always be okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well, here's a clip of... uh, Chloe and Connor from Chloe and the Steel Strings song, Ride as Rain. of this uh you know you guys talking to you guys about how you recorded this and everything um this album burn bright you guys did everything yourselves and i know um it took you guys a while to to do it and um i think this was the first time that you guys had ever um done everything pretty much yourselves right and you did yeah. it all at your guys's house so we did everything um everything that's on the album we did in house other than uh drums we did um, we had our drummer go to a studio um, called Rogue's Hollow. It's down in Doylestown, Ohio, which is near Akron. Um, my uncle actually runs that out of his house. It's a part-time gig for him. It's always been a, it's a hobby for him. He's, he was a drummer. He played in bands back in the day, but um, you know it's kind of a part-time thing right now. And uh, we did drums there, and then we did some or most of the lead guitar there as well. But everything else, keys, bass, rhythm guitar, all the vocals, we did all that like in our living room. Yeah. With pretty much the equipment that we use to, to play, play our live. normal gigs. Yeah. So it wasn't like it wasn't <laughs> like expensive studio equipment. Yeah. We kinda of woke up one day, Chloe and I were writing songs, probably the first two months of shutdown um during COVID. We stopped we were playing out like three or four nights a week and we stopped and all the energy had to be transferred right. so we started writing somewhere right? yeah so we yeah, just yeah. kind of started writing songs not on purpose it just kind of happened and then so one... you guys write not to interrupt you guys no, write good. though together co-write lyrics co-write the music really that we was do both the first time burn bright was the first time we had written together we still write a lot separate or we'll have ideas and we'll present them to the other right. person yep. you know um yep. but burn bright was the first project where we were really like cohesive yeah it's really cool it's really cool like we had i mean we've been together for like almost seven years and it's interesting that even though we've shared a lot musically in that time it took us a long time to get to the point where we felt comfortable writing together throwing it out there Mm -hmm. because we'd both we both would always write separately but it really requires you to be extremely vulnerable with the person that you're writing with And I think it just took us some time to even get to that point in our own relationship where we felt really comfortable sharing all of our thoughts with each other on that level. Because it feels like you're sharing, like, a part of, like, your soul with the person, even if you think you already have. Um, And it's amazing how much better and just like more all-encompassing to us the music has become as we've continued to write together and it's just blossomed a lot it's really cool 
Yeah. yeah. Sweet. That's great, man. It had to have been so comfortable, like, you know, doing all that inside your own home, too. I mean, you guys' cat, Frank, just, like, kind of <laughs> yeah. hanging out. It's like meowing in the background <laughs> of one of the funny. songs. Like, no. he, he, is on the, he is on the album. I forget which track it is. But he, when we, were, when we were recording whatever take it was, I think Chloe was doing vocals, and he had meowed. He was upstairs. We live in a Victorian kind of era home. This nice big house and he was upstairs but you could hear him you know what i mean he meowed because he likes to talk and uh it's in there you put if you were in the mixing process and push the fader all the way up you can you hear can him hear yeah. <laughs> yeah and we just buried it because the take was really good that she had done so i was like he's just yeah. gonna stay in there yeah. so cool though, man. <laughs> we have uh we record here in the studio which yeah. is my garage right yeah that's so nice. every once in a while like right now you hear a bass thump and right car, from a car outside we'll right. have fire trucks like or, this is a really there. this is a really cool garage the, tim this is this garage is this garage is a whole vibe <laughs> it's like it's cool, kind man. of like my man cave i guess it's really yeah. cool it's a cool spot, man. Yeah, it it's is. just been overrun with, well, for a while, brewery stuff was, when we were opening, that you couldn't even walk in here. I didn't play music for like seven months because it was so full you couldn't even walk. Right. Full, you know, we bought chairs and tables and, I mean, everything for the brewery and we just packed garages full. But, yeah, now it's still a mess. It's still <laughs> cool. brewery stuff and music stuff. But, speaking, um, of, uh, speaking of brewery stuff, one question I want to ask you guys um, the bands plays you guys play at a lot of different breweries just in general seems like every time you guys are posting something um like the month ahead of your guys' shows there's always at least two or three breweries listed um and not only in toledo um, but i've seen indiana over in cleveland area um i just want to know um you guys have played at pavlov's in michigan um, I know you guys have a gig in Blissfield as well, but I just want to know. Um, tempered. You yeah, yeah. Down there. Yeah. 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 And uh, but like, um, what do you uh, even just also you know having the the brewery experiences as far as just like serving beer, but as musicians playing in in breweries, um, what do you enjoy about it, man? And um, you know, it seems like you guys must enjoy it if uh, you keep continuing to do it. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, we definitely enjoy it. Um, we found. Um, in the brewery scene, the craft beer scene, there's the community is um, preferred, if you will, uh, compared to other venues that we've played. Everyone's very open and well receptive and friendly. Um, and we've found that that pairs nicely with our music and what what we're trying to do um, as artists. It's cool to have the breweries making a product that they have spent so much time and energy trying to you know put love into and perfect and and you know they care about it and that is how we feel about our music too you know that's something that we've invested a lot of ourselves into and when we meet someone who who also cares about it and enjoys it it's fun for us and we also yeah it's just like the brewery culture they, they kind of go hand in hand like making beers and art making music or creating anything is an art and you know so we've just found that breweries tend to be receptive to hearing original songs too because yeah. not all venues are down yeah not all venues are down for I mean, you to play your own songs flat out tell you not to you know, right you're not, not right. playing originals right. at their house or whatever. right mm-hmm. so you know that's not really our thing we're kind of like you know obviously we play some covers but they tend to be covers that we like yeah. so we've kind of straight you kind away. of make them your own yeah like, you know, like um yeah like you you kind of i mean give credit where credit's due to the original artist but you guys kind of make it your own right you know? right so um, that yeah. being said it's not you know just like craft beer not every beer is going to be everybody's cup of tea. You know, I'm not going to pretend right. that we're everybody's favorite band, but for the people who do like us, they really like us. And just like, you know, you guys have yeah, you guys your, have a great you guys have your beers where it's like yeah. people, not everybody, some people want to drink Bud Light, but for people who really like, you know, like the raspberry blonde, like they're going to come back to Buffalo Rock and they're going to drink that all the time. So just finding those loyal people we we meet those people at breweries a lot and the community yeah. has been that's so cool fantastic for us yeah that's so cool and i do think you're right like the it it's more of an open mind crowd yeah um and it kind of shows because 
we don't deal with I don't know like the push and shove that you can get at bars. It's it's much more relaxed clientele typically. You right. Know? Um, it is it is a nice thing about that atmosphere. Right. Um, the I chill think, brewery. Yeah. I think our crowd too, like our fans, enjoy that as well. Like we'll have fans that come to like you know every time we play near them, they're going to be at the show. Right. And. Yep. We'll play at different breweries that are within driving distance from where they live, and they'll go to all of them. And right. it's always a friendly environment. They're walking around, talking to people that they just met, and yep. yeah, it's, it's just fun, co- it's cohesive. Fun to try something you know? new. It's not like you're gonna go to another bar and get the same drink you get every night. You know, you're gonna go and try. At least typically, you're yeah. gonna yeah. 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 yeah, you're gonna like right. even atmosphere yeah, different. Even if you're having a new spin idea. on you know right. something that you already know you like, and you know, so. I think it does take a little bit of, you know, an adventurous spirit to be the type of person who likes going around to breweries. And I think the same thing is true for people discovering new music. You know, mm-hmm. you got to put yourself out there a little bit to try something you haven't had before. And not everyone is that way. But if you are, then you love it. Yeah. yeah totally the music not. scenes change that way a lot because of like social media. You guys can post something that somebody can hear. California, right. or Brazil, or you know, we were just talking about that England or whatever. Um, Which is pretty wild. Have you noticed like that, like in, in like with your um, media, what you put out that you get people from like further than you kind of even ever yeah, imagined. So it's I think it's Spotify. We can see some level of reception and demographics, and yeah, there's people listening to us in Europe and Australia. Yeah. Which yeah, is crazy. It, they just gotta find you. Yeah. Right. And um, the the pop culture of music is changing because of that. I think there's a lot of people that you know don't really listen to normal radio. You know, they might Spotify, but they have certain channels right. that they like, things like that. So, um, yeah. Um, how would people find you? Well, you can find us on all your major social media sites and music listening sites and. We're Chloe and the Steel Strings, Steel like the metal, S-T-E-E-L. And yeah, we're on there all the time. We have a website, which is chloeandthesteelstrings.com, and we post all of our gigs on the homepage of that website. So if you're looking to hear some local music, that is a really quick and easy way to find our upcoming dates. Great. Yeah. So speaking of music, you got another song that we're going to take a listen to. That's so right. Talk about it. And, yeah. yeah. So it's uh yeah, Burn Bright. It's the title track off of our latest album. Um, we actually wrote that. I remember specifically during COVID. I kind of came up with the bass line. Um, I was up in my my bedroom, kind of playing the guitar, and came up with the uh, bass line, the melody line, and started writing and showed it to Chloe right away. And she wrote the bridge. And yeah, it's a fun. It's a fun one. It's a good song. Yeah. Very good song. Right on, man. Well, here's a clip uh, of Clone Steel Strings' song, Burn Bright. thing uh you go and see i've seen you guys play a million times now but one cool thing uh i don't know how often you tell people this but like when you guys have merch up front um you guys tie dye i should have wore it today this is my favorite shirt i'm wearing mine they're pretty soft they're they're comfortable okay so check this out they're comfortable i thought this was really funny um um so i bought the shirt you were playing at buffalo rock right um 
and it's the blue tie dye. Yeah. Right. And I love it. And you're right. It's like <laughs> so soft. Yeah, it, it really um, is. It's a great fabric and yeah. it's a great looking shirt. Yeah. Um, I took it to Italy <laughs> with me, so I do have a couple of pictures. Oh, that's nice. Um, that's really cool. The only thing is, it was a little bit cool there, so there's only a few like where I don't have something right. over top. Something over top. Yeah. Right? Um, I took a bunch of Buffalo Rock stuff and didn't. Same thing. I none of the pictures really show it, um, but. Um, after I bought it, I think it was a day, maybe two days later, I get a text message from Connor. He's like, hey, man, wash that thing in cold. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing there's an experience for one, but Connor's, I was surprised that I got it from Connor versus Chloe, well. right? That's <laughs> Not funny. to be stereotypical, but yeah. yeah. yeah I thought Connor that was puts sweet. a lot of love I, into making those shirts in our basement. I warn people, man. <laughs> I wash them. Oh, so, so you build it. You yeah. did the shirt too. Yeah, and the basement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I tie dye yeah. them all. Counter tie dyes them all. And uh, I wash them, you know, hand. Same with this is a bleach dye I'm wearing right now, which is pretty much the same process, but instead of putting dye in, I'm pulling dye out of the clothing. So, it so this is a black shirt. This is a black right. shirt. And then yep. if you can notice here, it like goes from orange or a brown to Kinda an orange to a fades. gray. Yeah. Um, I tell people, same with these, I wash them like three or four times trying to get it all out, but I never wash them, wash these in hot, the bleach dye, but I don't wash the uh, tie-dye in hot because I was just going to pull what yeah. we just did yeah. right out, you know? Right. So wash, yeah, wash it in cold and hang dry it because that will preserve the color for as long as, you know, you yeah. want it to. Yeah. Otherwise, you might have your favorite white shirt. It's going to be blue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I never know. I wash everything in you know, cold. There so you go. Perfect. It, it didn't matter. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, was pretty yeah. Well, the that's, cool thing about that's it, really funny, Tim. as a fan, like, going up and buying a shirt like that, like, dude, how cool is it, you know, this music that I listen to, these musicians, like, they're making these themselves, you know? Yeah, we try to keep everything that we can, you know, kind of hands-on DIY and if we can't, then we try to go to again local small business to, yep. you know, provide. Uh, these were printed at Jute Mode, so yep. downtown yep. Toledo. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So pretty much everything is you know in house or at least local. Yeah. So do you you dye the shirt first and then? No, it's the logos on so there. So the logos yeah. on there first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So those I'm were tan. Those were like a light tan shirt like i don't know what the mm -hmm. oh, is it tan started. yeah they're like a tan color and yeah. then you tie dye them we didn't do white because we thought tan would you know if people just wanted a plain yeah it's yeah. not yeah. as stark yeah yeah but jeep mode they've been great to work with their prices are extremely competitive and if you're printing something locally and you can run over there and pick it up it's like saves you on yeah. shipping yeah. Yep. they print the stuff wow. really quickly you know all the employees are local they're you know? very yeah, they were nice. yeah quick response that's cool. um you can just ask them a question or a quote, you know, and they'll get back to you right away. So, so yeah, we liked them. But, yeah. yeah. Right on, man. And um, I know that you guys, like, speaking of, like, gigs, like, it's like when we were talking about, um, you know, serving beer at Patron Saints. It's like, in 2020, like, serving there, like, I know you guys were pretty bummed because, you know, no shows going on, which is why you had so much time to spend serving beer at the brewery <clears throat> and spend time there in general. And now, like, you know, fast forward three more years, like, now you guys are playing shows like, all the time. It's like you're, uh, you know, you're you're trying to play shows all the time, mm -hmm. and um, I know you guys have a lot books already for this year, including I think a handful of festivals, mm -hmm. um, which I know, you know, they're pretty pretty legitimate festivals as well. Right. So like, which ones are you looking forward to? Yeah. So in June, um, we're gonna play the Back Home Festival, and that's in New Martinsville, West Virginia. They actually just were nominated or named. Um, I guess the best music festival in West Virginia. Um, here, actually, I can pull up the lineup. On Friday night, they got, uh, this is June 23rd, Friday, June 23rd to Sunday, June 25th, 2023. Um, Friday night, they got uh, Sam Grisman, who's Dave Grisman's son. He's got a, a band, a project that's going out right now where they're doing music of uh, Grisman and Garcia. Um, it's all like bluegrass, kind of jam grass music. Um, they're playing Friday nights along with a bluegrass country band called 49 Winchester. Saturday, we're going to kick things off on the main stage at 1.30, um, Chloe and the Steel Strings. And uh, Saturday night, we have Melvin Seals and the Jerry Garcia Band. They're going to be headlining. Oh, 
so it's kind of kind of <laughs> crazy, man. We're gonna be uh, yeah, that's we're yeah, gonna be opening up with some mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. So that's yeah. that's really cool. We also got Rumkey Mountain Boys, uh, Dogs in a Pile. They're a newer jazz jam jam band coming out of New Jersey. Um, they're really cool. I like them a lot. Pink Talking Fish is playing Saturday as well. So it's kind of cool. We're going to be in that little circle. Um, they're doing a last waltz tribute, and Chloe's going to be doing Joni Mitchell and Emily Harris. So, yeah, okay. yeah. so I'm excited for that. That's no, like no practice. They yeah. they just Welcome. wanted her to come out and yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so cool. So that's yeah. gonna be really cool. Big shout out to uh, the guys in Toledo who always do the last waltz and who invited me to play because yeah. it's Did you gonna do give the, me the, the opportunity. One at the idiot? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been doing that it, the last yeah. like maybe three years. Three maybe. years. Okay. Um, it just it just cool that like when the promoter from the festival is like yeah and also like we like we're listening to Chloe sing and we the last waltz band wants her to sing and I'm like you know it just like. It's pretty cool. pretty cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like if those guys and yeah, if those guys in that trendy. band at the idiot, you know, who do the last yep. waltz, like if they hadn't taken a chance on me, right. you know, I would have never learned those songs. And now right. I, now, I feel confident. I can right. go up there and right. I'll just be like, right. yeah, like I, I've done these before. You know, I can do right. it. And yeah. um, I'm excited. Little, yeah. little nervous. <laughs> yeah. A little nervous, but very It'll be excited. Great. It'll be yeah. great. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. And then, and then just to round it out. Hookah, Acoustic Hookah is going to be headlining on Sunday. And those guys, we played their festival last fall. We're very thankful to be part of their thing. Uh, I've seen Acoustic Hookah probably close to 10 times right on yeah they're great it's a fun time chloe uh chloe they've they've had some evolution oh yeah oh for sure yeah i was gonna say they've been around forever chloe got to kind of talk a little bit with dave katz um at the uh end of our set at hookahville and he actually recommended us for back home so yeah so it's yeah yeah, they're good they're good guys yeah 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 and if you've never been to uh hookah fest um it's a fun time it is just it's just a fabulous group of people there to have a fun time yeah um everybody's in a good mood and the music that that you guys play and the music that you're going to hear when you're there it's great music and it's it's uplifting yeah Um, absolutely you know makes you want to dance we're a good we're a good chill earlier band for some of these events you know yeah. to kind of get people yeah get people yeah. you know get kind of warmed up, up a little up. bit yeah, yeah it's nothing right. too crazy I'm but it's nice to play and mellow the, yeah the afternoon slot like that yeah. i'm looking forward to it you know yeah then yeah. you can go and started. spend the night yeah. like you know watching all these other right, yeah, right. most of the, like those type of festivals are like weekends right so you yeah. can camp and stuff yeah like they have and, they have camping nearby and it's very affordable too um I'm pretty sure if you just want to go like for a festival for one day, it's only ten dollars. You gotta oh, really? you gotta like pay to you gotta days. pay to yeah. camp, but yeah. if you just want yeah. to go in, but, ten but bucks. A day past ten dollars. Yeah, wow. yeah. used to be. That's used, incredible to listen yeah. to like eight hours right. or whatever. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so, Chloe and the Steel Strings. Who are Chloe and the Steel Strings? We talked about Chloe and Connor. <laughs> yeah. And there are more Steel Strings. We. Um, <laughs> We have a number of lead guitarists, um, Pete Rodriguez, Eric Stewart, and Santo Dublo. Um, two of those guys live, one guy lives in California and another in Cleveland, so we don't get to play with them locally too much. Okay. Um, they're, they're all longtime friends, which is yeah, why they're, they're all good kind friends. of involved. We're kind of a family band where we keep things yeah. kind of yeah. close-knit. Yep. Um, and then I have an identical twin a sister named Anna who plays keys and sings harmonies and I'm really lucky that we get to still make music and do all of this stuff together it's a lot of fun for us and we really enjoy it so she plays with us a lot locally um, and then we also have a drummer named Cody Podsedlo and he's also in Cleveland so we play in Cleveland a decent amount just because half you the guys that, yeah, their, their home base is over that's there. That's what I'm saying. Connor's from Cleveland. Yeah, Connor's okay, from, so well, we kind yeah, of, you know, we'll crash on a couch yeah. or whatever. Eric, Eric, Cody, and myself, we all played. We've all known each other since, middle, like, you know, middle school. We were okay. you know, 12, 13 years old. We played soccer together is how we met. And then, right um, yeah. And then we had a band in high school. And then once, you know, we played in early college, I met Chloe. And then Chloe and I started playing together, and obviously she had, you know, she had Anna right away, and it was just a cool way to bridge, you know. So did you and Anna do music prior to Connor? Yes. So I um, am a 
self-taught musician in pretty much every aspect, but um, I started teaching myself how to play guitar when I was 14 because I, uh, I have always written a lot of songs. Like I've been writing songs since I was like in early elementary school and I would just write like acapella songs. <laughs> I was like, I need a way to make this more legit. So um, I started playing guitar and then Anna started playing piano at that point too. So she and I used to sing a lot together for fun um, and we did a lot in high school. Um, if there would be an event that they would need music for, we would play. And, you know, it was just kind mm -hmm. of for fun. Like, we used to do Battle of the Bands and stuff at St. John's. We were always the only girls. <laughs> but I, I never thought about ever doing it as something like more serious. Like kind of. Yeah, like, like it's weird. It yeah, career, like, like, looking back on my life, I feel like it was always right there and I don't know why I didn't realize it until when I realized it but again it's just some things just happen they happen in due time you know but meeting Connor was definitely something that propelled us both in that direction and I feel like the path was already kind of presenting itself but for whatever reason it just it just kind of felt like if we don't continue to try and do this, like, what am I going to do with my entire life? Like, yeah. I'm not going to be able to do anything else yeah. and not think about it. Yeah. So why the work. heck not? Right. <laughs> like, but you're working. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I know right. You, I mean, as you guys can see, I love music and dig the writing and recording stuff. Right. The original, Absolutely. Um, artistry side of things. And, uh, like the heart and soul you talk about that goes into it. Um, so are you, you and your sister, are you like, you're identical twins. Yes. Are you the typical, I, I don't know if it's typical, but when I think of identical twins, I think of, you know, whether it's boys or girls that you grow up in like, like you're like besties, right? You're not just sisters, but you're like besties. Is that... Is that how you grew up? Or? Yeah, we were, we've always been extremely close. Like, we did everything together. Um, we didn't dress the same after we were, like, you know, yeah. like, really young. But <laughs> Like, try to play yeah, tricks on people. Yeah, right, but, you know, it's... Connor, have you had that game it's yet? It's fun. Uh, actually, for me, they are definitely identical twins. I have, I have cousins. Twins run in my family, too. So I have cousins that are twins on both sides. And um, they're definitely identical. My cousins are fraternal. And I can always tell them apart. Their voices, they first off, they look slightly different to me. And second off, their voices are like ever so slightly different. They both can talk and you can hear them and they're not in unison. You know what I mean? Yep. Which they probably have learned like to do or whatever that they over, right. time. over time. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that way their <laughs> voices can be heard. You know? They don't both, I mean, I, I, at least I think I read this in a scientist, scientific study, is that after birth each one is having a different experience right, right. like they know from their that. own perspective yeah. well i mean yeah. and it's true even though it's definitely interesting like you think about having someone that you have shared almost every major life event and memory Very from your entire yeah, yeah. birthdays life. right yeah, yeah you yeah. share right. everything, everything. Right. and even now it's like as we get older we definitely have different personalities but I think it's like you know if you were had been in a relationship with someone for a long time you both assume different roles yeah. and yeah. you work right. together well as a team and so we are sort of that way too but it's fun when we when we get to play in the band together um, because I think both of our strengths get to play into out. that yeah. right so you know i wanted to play guitar and she wanted to play piano just because we didn't want to do the same thing right. like you want to be an right. individual yeah. Yeah. Right. and yep. so right. now it's fun that we both get to apply that and do something that we both enjoy but we also get to be our own people too yeah. in yeah. the same breath sweet yeah, yeah. that's awesome and now you play like a million instruments well, I'm working on it. Uh, right? yeah. Working She's on it. There. You as I'm well. There. Yeah, Connor yeah, plays play, a lot of instruments. You guys like strings, play everything man. that's sitting up there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, some of it. Maybe not this one. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Oh yeah, um, I can't do that. I'm gonna leave that like one strings. to the. I'm gonna leave yeah. that one to the professionals. <laughs> well, yeah, I've learned in recording that if you're gonna do it right, you gotta have a professional. Yeah. <laughs> um, for a saxophone, for sure. Um, 
So, how many days on the road? Like, how, how often are you? <clears throat> well, it's probably increasing a lot now. Well, yeah, yeah, like more in the summer, I would assume. Yeah. So we 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 track we track everything that we do. We got an Excel sheet going. Um, actually, going back to COVID, we were we played more in 2019, more gigs, probably more hours than we do yeah, now. For probably less pay. For less pay. <laughs> bigger gigs. Uh, 2019. Now, no. now, now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, bigger gigs. And yeah. Right. right. We, we took the Moving approach. So we started really doing this like 2017 maybe 2018. maybe yeah 2018 was probably the first year where it went beyond like you know we play here once a month and that was it you know it went beyond that level of um early the early stage of a gigging musician and it went to we were taking everything we could right that was going to either pay decent enough for us to convince ourselves to do it or or the exposure or the crowd right. we were reaching right. was worth right. it okay try to get we played a hundred i think it was like 185 almost shows. 200 gigs no in 2019 wow. It was so, rough. So, so COVID, it's a lot. COVID, COVID it's hits. A lot. COVID yeah. hits, and at first we're really worried, um, but you know we've always been okay, and um, financially we're worried. And then I okay. was like, "Thank you, and Jesus, that like, we have a break. I need wow, a break." Wow, so what bad. were we doing to ourselves? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it down, was right? just yeah. it was a and especially lot. for Chloe. Like you don't know it until you stop. Right, and especially for Chloe. Chloe's Chloe's a vocalist, you know, and. It hadn't really dawned on me like how stressful that yeah, is. Constantly. Yeah. Right. So when we went to record, her voice was so like fresh and vibrant. And it's like, well, it's because we're not getting right, you're not out in it every day, right, four right, nights right. a week. Yep, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. we still do the colder months. You know, two nights a week, maybe three nights a week. Summertime though, it gets a little crazy. We're doing like four or five. But I think last year we played just over a hundred shows. Yeah. It was probably closer to like 140. Really? Okay. I think if we can play like 150 to 170, that's pretty comfortable for us. And keep in mind, too, you know, like we get better every time we play. We get a little stronger every time right. we play. Yeah. My voice has gotten a lot stronger and my stamina has also increased. So it's like, you know, if you were running, you know, six miles every day if you did it every single day for a year like what we did in 2019 with us playing it's like yeah you're going to be tired but are you going to be able to run that six miles way better after a short break after that like yeah so it made us stronger but it's also made us a little smarter Mm-hmm. Right. We try and gauge yeah. our gigs based off of a scale well, of like enjoyment we're also, too. We're also yeah. forced to be yeah. more selective now because um you know people do like us which is a good thing and everywhere that we played they usually have us back well because we play so much that creates limited time we have to be selective (laughs) (laughs) so we've started to wean out some of the places where we again we feel like the audience maybe they yeah it pays okay but the audience could care less that we're there yeah you know it's like could we play somewhere that still pays us that whatever we're looking to make but you know, the yeah, audience is into it. We gain followers, yeah. and they're buying our CD. You know what, what I mean? Right? Yeah, yeah. It yeah is, it's it's great, not all about and making that, money. Like that's got to be interesting. Right. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. Just, I mean, some of it's stage presence. Like when you're up there, you can tell. Right. People are watching. Right. They're listening. Right. Their heads. I bobbing. try to scan while we play. I like to. I don't. I don't try not to get focused on the audience too much. I want to focus on us playing and what's going on on stage. But occasionally, I will look up and scan. To see how it's going and it's always great to i can tell right away if people are paying attention and right yeah. buffalo rock is one of those places that yeah. it, you know, it gets loud Chairs it gets loud in there. it gets loud that's, but it's but a, yeah when you yeah. look up and you have more eyes looking at you than what you're using to look out that's a good yeah. sign right you know? right you yeah. know so and, and i mean that is the thing about especially like smaller venues you know versus like a festival is there is part of it that it's like ambiance music right so absolutely so you can't take offense when the people are sitting there having their conversations absolutely. you know um but you know when you're playing a festival it's a whole different thing all eyes mm-hmm. are on you it's a stage it's you know a pit and lawn seats or something like that where it's you know amphitheater style right. um we've we've talked about well how do you guys like playing on the stage I love, Dude, I love guys, it. The, the two of you. It's, it's great. Guys, it's a game it's changer. Room. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so Tim's referring to uh, 
the floor versus a stage that he just built uh, like a month or two ago. Yeah, it's been a few months now. Yeah, yeah. 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 So now, so now every artist who plays there um, is elevated. Yeah. <laughs> instead of just being on the same, and it's nice. It looks really nice. Yeah, it it want to get you above the crowd so the people that are further back can see you, right? Um, it's easier to watch and listen instead of just listen. Um, it also really helped with absorbing a lot of the backlash yeah. sound that we right. yeah, yeah. terrible yeah. reverb in it's that a, building. It's so a cleaner it, setup for us too when we're coming in and people are already there. Everything's out time. of your way, kind of. Yeah, yeah we have our yeah. designated area where yeah. we're not moving tables or chairs, yeah. you know. It's beautiful. Um, I don't remember. Great. Do you guys use nice. RPA or do you? Yes. Mean, We've been using, we we used to bring our own, but now we're using yours. We did that to ideally make it easier for musicians to not have to carry so much. I mean, you guys, people really, the the general public really has no idea what it's like, I think, for, um, and I've watched it a lot, um, musicians, what it's like to play live, right? And all that goes into it. It's not just walk up on the stage and start singing and playing, right? It's bringing in microphones and mic stands and your instruments and your your amplifiers right. and a PA system and you know it's a gigantic yeah, car, amount of work is car, like, right. like like you guys picked me up at my house like not too long ago oh, and take just Buffalo Rock. totally crammed yeah. in the back seat, <laughs> yeah. you know with all the equipment but that's just yeah. the way it is before we right. leave the house for most gigs I'll go out I, I pack the car and I'll go out about 30 minutes before we're supposed to leave 20 minutes maybe and that's what I'm doing for the last it's 20, just, 30 minutes is, is making right. sure. And I have a system. You have but, a science, right? You yeah, know exactly, exactly where everything's going. So one, it gives you your double check. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yes, my amp's in the car. Yeah. Right. Whoever, whoever, yeah. if someone's riding with us, you know, obviously, like, you know, don't drink and drive kids. So, you know, it's like if we have an extra bandmate that we can fit in the car, <laughs> yeah, we'll I, us- I usually yeah. drive because, you know, I'm like, I've got to kind of guard my voice and overall how I feel. Because if we're singing, yeah. if we're playing a bunch in a row, I've got to make sure I feel good for the next night. So I don't right. drink too much when I sing. But if I can drive someone else, you know, they'll kind of laugh and be like, this is like the bitch seat back there. <laughs> you know, like you're like, you're surrounded by all the gear. It's like the hazing, yeah. the hazing yeah, it's, to it's get like, into the band. They're squeezed right. into this tiny seat. If I make a really, I Bad can be stuff. an aggressive driver too. So when I'm driving and we're like running, we're always yeah. like showing up right in the nick of time. You know, the like soundboard like falls to or one guitar. side and smacks. Yeah. So funny. Whoever's in the back, but so funny. Yeah, I mean, I think what people don't understand, and it's not a bad thing, it's actually a good thing, but you know, for people who are working musicians, it seems like it's always the most fun thing that everybody wants to do. And it is very fun. It is. It is very fun. It's great. We are super lucky to do what we do. It has a lot of really rewarding facets about it. But on a normal night when you're playing you may actually work approximately the same number of hours as you would at another job, yeah, 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 but yeah. you get paid for like two or three hours. So yeah, you're packing, it, yeah, you're like, unpacking. Right, by the time you actually driving, start getting ready yeah, for the gig yeah, to the time up. you get home, it might be six and a half hours or whatever. And you know, you made money for three hours, which is cool because again, if we were doing this for the money yeah. entirely, I would do yeah. totally I mean, something different yeah, with my life. I'm not. Right. It's not <laughs> really about the if, money. If money didn't <laughs> but, matter, right? If right. money didn't matter. It's I mean, that's yeah. reality. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. got to make something to make right. a Right. It depends yeah, yeah. on who you are. Yeah. For I, I yeah. think, you know, we have a lot of people kind of ask, like, well, it really seems like you guys live a great life. You know, you get to do a lot of what you want to do. How do you make that work? And the reality is that we just make it work conscientious about what we spend and we are you know just you have to your i think your values have to be in the right place in order to make it work but i firmly believe that if you want something you will find a way to make it happen and that's not going to be easy for everyone like we don't drive new cars we don't buy new gear we don't live in a fancy house like we don't have expensive things like but we have our lives are very rich in every other way and that is infinitely more rewarding friends family experiences you got i mean i've i've said this you and i have talked about this like there's there's three important things food water shelter yeah right right if you you, you food water shelter and safety um everything else is what 
people make it out to be, really. Right. It's life's experiences and the people you meet and the friendships that you build. And um, there's way more to that. Right. Like in life. Like we, it's, yeah. it's, I can agree with you more, Tim. It's, uh, it's I mean, a rewarding thing. Yeah, dude. To live it that way. Albert Einstein said it the best, dude. <laughs> At a calm and modest life brings more happiness than success combined with constant restlessness. True story. And I totally, you know, I think about that a lot. And it's so true. Right. And he said that however long ago. Right. Yeah, but like Buffalo Rack, like running your own business is not easy. I mean, in a way, we're, we run our own business, too. It's like we feel for yeah, you guys. Sure like yeah. we feel for a lot of other small businesses. You're just trying to, you know, make enough to do something you want to do. You know, maybe you want to set your own schedule, but you may end up actually working more than people who work, you know, You're a, totally a more right. conventional yeah. job. You're totally so, right. So, you know, there's a lot. It doesn't stop. Yeah, it never stops. You can't separate yeah. yourself from it. We, it's your whole life. We wake <laughs> up and it's the same. It's We're, we're picking backing off. The yeah. conversation we had had the night before, which was the same conversation from two nights ago, and it's just this constant. We're living it, which is right. kind of cool. Right. You and know, you got, you're we never just off the you clock, guys, you guys never, that too. You never have to really clock in. It is. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> but the breweries are like that too. To tie yeah. it back in, it's like the breweries. You guys are all that way as well. So there's a common thread. We're a little bit unique to that. That Troy, Brian, and I, the three owners. Um, we all have regular jobs, right? Brewing was this like passion hobby thing that we would get together and we'd share beers and talk about how we made it and you know the hops that go into it, everything that you talk about, right? And and we just got way more technologically advanced now um, than home brewing, um, but it was it was like this fun thing that we did that we were like, oh, right, we can. We can do this. We can we can create this thing. Um, we all had enough experience in different aspects of the business side of it, and put it together. Um, what it's created is interesting because, you know, for trade-offs, um, Jeff is now here, who is like mad about like <laughs> the the science of brewing and. Right. And, you know, wants to learn everything he can. So it's, you know, sure, though. we kind of have taken that back step away from that. Um, although I, I love it. The thing is, I still have a regular job, too. Right. Troy does and Brian does. So for us, it became like we were working a lot. I'm I mean, sure. We were working I'm like sure. dogs, you know. Um, and that that part's lightened. What has changed though is like I miss going there and brewing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't miss the the hard hours, mm -hmm. right. right? But I miss going there and brewing. And like the well, the first time in a little while was um, oh yeah With Friday the... a few weeks ago yeah or third third uh, oh no it was a Monday was it, it was oh yeah, yeah when we Monday. did the um, you took off yeah, work for uh, with upside yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and and mostly I didn't even really do a whole lot I just was there and kind of part of the process you guys kind of did it all but it was great to be like back involved in that right, so totally there's something fun. special to be said about you know I I didn't totally know that you guys all you know are still working I mean it's the hours are long yeah. A lot of our bandmates, too. I mean, Con yeah. and I are the only, only two. two. Right now, we can only afford doing, to support yeah. the two of us. And we yeah. can... There are months where, you know, it's even a bit of a stretch at that. Yeah, it's tough. But, it's you tough. know, to have... Like, we have four other bandmates who have either other jobs or are still in school, you know, trying to find ways to do both because you have to... schedule around. Yeah, yeah. support yourself. Right. So the fact that, you know, it's... There are different challenges that we face sometimes Absolutely. but yeah. we also have a lot of the freedom that comes with getting to only do this and that's not to say that we aren't busy a lot because we really are but you know we are more we have more flexibility right. i give you guys so much credit and like a lot of our bandmates you know anyone who is trying to pursue something 
that they're passionate about on the side of also trying to like feasibly live their lives. Yeah, it's and ideally a better themselves challenge. in a process, right? Yeah, like, like it's a lot. Yeah. Like it's easy for us to book a gig and show up. It's not so easy for our drummer, who's a manager, you know, at CVS, like of a regional like area, to be like, oh hey guys, I need I this day off. Drop this. Right, Bye. Right, I'm driving right, to Toledo to play right. drums. Like it's for them. It, it's like and then then they just worked all day and then for, they have to drive and then they have to play and then they have to go and then they have to drive and then they have to go to sleep on a couch to and then go drive home. Right. It's for like to play that one gig. It turns into a three day process. Right. You have the day before you got to make the drive. The day of that you're going to make the drive and then the day coming home. Yeah. yeah. You know so I mean? it's for us. Like, we just show up. You know. Oh yeah, this is yeah. my life which and we, I show up. Which we but, had to plan it and right, get to that point. But, yeah, yeah. but for them it's like it's more than yeah. just one day. It's yeah, so how is the rest of your week gonna look? There's definitely know, I the think rest of your month. there's some glory in the oh yeah, you know, I'm the full time artist person, yeah. I get to do that. But it honestly the people who really deserve even more respect are like you guys working, going Trying to your to your side thing. It's both. I think it's um I think everybody can be respected for doing something that you're passionate about. Being fortunate enough that we live in a free society enough that we can do that. Make these choices, right? Yeah, Yeah, we can make these choices, right? Totally. We have the freedom to choose to, um, you know, your passion's music. You can chase it. Um, I, I love music. Like, I'm... I'm probably as passionate <laughs> about it as you guys this are. This garage is so um, cool. Uh, <laughs> and it actually is the coolest offset to opening the brewery that I didn't expect. Um, when we opened the brewery, the, the first topic was all about finding a facility and making beer and trying to put out good recipes. And, and um when we started talking about okay now we actually have a venue right we got something out what are we going to do with it um i love music i've been listening to live music all over town for 30 years since i 33 years or whatever i've lived in the toledo area 30 30 years i think um it it's i i love it i go to venues specifically to listen to music I never thought in a million years I'd be the guy like reaching out to be like, "Hey, will you come and play at my venue?" Right? Like, right. to be able to do that, um, and and our partnership and have open mind concepts to, like, we're not just listening or, or putting out music, but we're we're bringing good music in, but we're bringing art in as well. So right. you guys know we have the the Tuesday um, where the every other Tuesday we're featuring yeah. not just local artists, but it's all original, right? right. So um, trying to give mm-hmm. our local musicians like a, a place to do it. Totally. And there's not a ton of them out there, um, but there are some. And the Quench and Tepper is one. Yeah, Quench and Temper. They just it. opened up. Yeah. Um, yeah, Village Idiot. You can go in there and do some original stuff. You got to be good um, to be able to get in there, and you guys play there. Um, there's not a ton of local places though right. where you can really, you know, there's a lot of live music around, but everybody wants to hear cover tunes, and we're fortunate enough that we have a venue that we're able to like, like push and promote and help tie that in and you know our facebook friends and your facebook friends we're sharing all that right and it's just it's such a good tool sweet web of like overlapping and connecting worlds you know totally yeah Um, well honestly props to you guys and thank you for doing that yeah thank you thank you for music and a lot of other musicians yeah because music is such a stronghold around here not just for us but the community and not even just performers, but listeners. Um, so for you guys to create that space, I mean, that really does a lot beyond just, you know, we've been, your own We've been house, fortunate, you know? and, and you mentioned, like, to the listeners. Um, that's really the thankfulness, right? Because if we don't have listeners, which are listeners and beer drinkers, right, right. at our brewery, um, we can't afford to pay you. So it's right. kind of, it's all, again, this great world that exists yeah. in the community. Yeah. Um, and and 
we had so many great comments from the patrons about how much they love the music and love hearing, you know, what we're bringing in. Um, right now, we've, we've solely focused on local musicians. So, you know, we're not bringing in acts as they're traveling through town. Um, I get a million messages. I'm hey, sure. I'm going to be playing, sure you, you know, somewhere. Can I come to your venue? And I'm like, yeah, that, that's not really our, our goal. But I, w I will say this. Our local community of musicians is, I think, about as good as any community you can go to. And I've, I've been to, I mean, I've been to Nashville, and it's, you know, there's a lot more, I will, I will say, big music down there where it's, you know, full band type stuff. And, and um, but our local musicians are fabulous. And you guys are like, you know, at the top of that list. And oh, it's, okay. it's, it's great to see people's passion pour out, not only in like you're living the life, but your writings and your music that we just listened to. And um, yeah, no, I mean it's all good. It's all it's all awesome. I mean to maybe wrap this up a little bit um, here. I just want you guys to know, like both of you, man. Like I'm so grateful to uh, not only have met you, but also to continue, you know all of this and what we're doing right now, you know, just, right. it means a lot to me. And, uh, you know, I see you guys as like not only great musicians, but also like awesome friends. And, uh, it's awesome that we're able to continue to do things like this. And, um, yeah, the only thing I really, that bums me out is that I don't see you guys as much as before. Um, but it's a good thing because right. you guys are busier playing shows yeah. and, and everything. I just, you know, I miss you guys, but I'm glad that everything is kind of, Maybe you're back to where it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're lucky to be a part of the community here. I really Coming don't think there's home. a better right? spot that yeah. we could have started playing music. So, yeah, to, we're we're happy to be doing well in Northwest Ohio. Like you know, some people love it. Some people aren't as big of a fan of you know living in Toledo. But I think it's you know, about the people you surround yourself with and what you make of it. And I think there's a lot that we have to be grateful for around here. So yeah. a lot of, you know, good beer, good music, just a lot of great people. Yeah. So totally agree. No, totally agree. Completely agree. Well, we're big fans and um, we'll keep uh, having you out at the brewery as long as you don't have bigger stages. Of <laughs> and uh, um, we'll keep coming very out. thankful for you guys coming out and chatting with us today. Absolutely. On Thank you for having us. Bevy's yeah. on tap. Yeah. 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 All right. And, uh, you can find Buffalo Rock at 345 Anthony Wayne Trail. Real quick, we're going to run down the list of music and food trucks for the week. And what do we have? Coming up 411, we have Original Tuesdays Open Mic Night. And happy hour from 4 to 7, open mic night, at least right now, means you're getting yours truly and Jana on bass. Um, Jana plays bass. So Jana rocks. You guys are bored on Tuesday. Stop out. We can kick a couple together. Uh, we also have Captain's Kitchen Food Truck on Tuesday, serving up great eats. 412, Aaron Hertzfeld, 6 to 9. It's hump day happy hour, 4 to 7. Um, that's dollar off all pints. Same thing on Tuesdays. And Lyle's Crepes Food Truck, it's great to have, like, the rotating food truck. I know. Like, totally. It's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and I, my love to Captain's Kitchen because they really did a ton through the winter, um, and we love having them there. They make that nice Mac wrap thing, right? Yeah, That's, they get like, so food. fire. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, 413, this would be Wednesday, John Roth. Is that right? John's yeah. good dude. Wednesday, yeah. John Roth. Aaron too. Uh, six to nine, Rick Shack out back, steak bites and chicken bites. Uh, Four fourteen, Friday, Jordan and Josh, like dueling uh, guitars, kind of right. similar. <laughs> um, entertaining, great to see. Yeah. Seven to ten, um, Captain's Kitchen food truck back for that Friday event. And then 415, we have Stan Gutierrez, seven to ten. And the famous El Padrino street nice. tacos. And ah, those are good too. Delicious. delicious. So, yeah, can't yeah. go wrong with El Padrino. We got a great week of music, and uh, you guys were not on that list, but we are having you back <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Right? Um, 
We got you on the schedule. I yeah. don't remember. Do you know? Do you know the next date that, can, that yeah. you're in? We Tim, probably... I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. Right. <laughs> right. But we do know we have you booked. I do know that. Um, For sure. So that, For sure. Um, the 21st. Uh, Friday, Friday, April 21st. April 21st. All right. Oh, wow. That's a few weeks away. That's coming That's next Friday. Next Friday. All right. Next Friday. That's the day before Earth Day. Earth Day is Saturday. All right. Nice. Earth Day. Cool. Let's go. We'll be there with Pete. Is it true? Ah, yes. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you saw more of those tie-dyes. Yeah. Which you can get merch at their show when you come. Any last parting words? You guys want to, your next venue coming up? What do you got? What's your next place you're playing? Whole weekend in Cleveland. Yeah, so uh, Thursday we're hosting an open mic at uh, Quenched and Tempered Brewing. downtown, yeah. uh, yep. off just just near Adams Street, downtown Toledo. And then Saturday we're actually going down to Copley, Ohio, which is near Akron. Another brewery. Um, another yep. brewery, Brighton Brewing Company. They just opened up, I want to say like a year and a half ago. So we're going to be there for our second time. Uh, nice big Sweet. room, good people, good beer. So, yeah. Yeah. Looking forward Great. to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So if you're traveling or if you're listening and you live, um, that's kind of like the Akron, southeast yeah. Cleveland yep. area. Just south Akron. Right. Um, get out and hear Chloe and the Steel Strings downtown on Adams Street. And uh, I think that's a wrap for Bevy's on yeah. Heck, yeah. Cheers, yeah. you guys. Hey, cheers nice. To you Thanks guys. for the beer. No, Appreciate it. Thank you for it. being on this, man. Sure. <laughs> My beer's empty. <laughs> <laughs> They're all empty. <laughs>